Bezrat Hashem, we're going to continue our uh, learning. Learning, really, how we can have and should have and how we can reach the level of having true Ahavat Israel. Now, yesterday, I think we left off and we spoke about a couple of, of ways of how we can achieve how we can climb up the ladder and and really have that that unconditional true love for our brothers and the sisters, uh, everyone in Klad Israel. So today we're going to talk about literally the the practical implications or the practical the practical applications. Let's be clear: the applications and what we could do practically. So a person can read and learn about Ahavas Israel, but never actually put it into practice. It's sometimes easier said than done, right? And there's so many easy, practical, and free ways to perform this 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 mitzvah from our Torah. We're often not aware of how many opportunities there are. And so we're going to discuss some ideas from our sages. And but first let's 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 go over and let's let's uh let's talk about the following and you know introduction to this. So there were two synagogues, a wealthy one and a poor one. The wealthy synagogue celebrated Simchat Torah with wine, liquor, and revelry. But the poor shul couldn't afford anything of the sort. Its only beverage was water. And so one year, the clever people of the poor synagogue came together and hit upon a great idea. If each person brought a little bit, a little bit of wine from his own personal kiddush every week and poured the wine into a community barrel, they'd be able to accumulate enough wine to celebrate on Simchat Torah. And so they did that, and they saved up, and the day arrived, and everyone was excited to open the barrel. But when they did, they discovered that it was full of water. No one could believe it. So what was going on? So eventually they realized what happened. It turned out that the first donor figured that with 30 members bringing wine, what difference would it make if he bought water instead? And the second genius had the same idea. And so did everyone else. So all 30 people put water into the barrel. No one brought wine. So whether or not this story is true, the lesson here is true, guys. When when a person thinks, and there's so many people out there, because there's so many, and someone else is going to take care of it. And that's the idea that a person has when someone needs, you know, an act of chesed. Or when, when someone is looking for someone to help them. And, and we're all thinking that there's a lot of people out there. That someone else can take care of it. And everyone else thinks the same thing. Because it could be that everyone else is also thinking the same thing. At the end of the day, no one is taking care of it. That person is not taking care of. Taking care of. And every person has to commit himself to an action. Even if everyone will do so, we will all be united as one, one, and greet Mashiach, Bezrat Hashem, Bezrat Hashem, very, very soon in our days. So we have to just understand that we're all in this together, and the fact that we say, it's not my problem, I don't have time, somebody else will do it, that's like saying, like, it's not going to get done, because that same mentality, maybe the other person will have it, maybe the other person will have it. If a person has an opportunity to do a hesed, and we don't do it, then that means that the creator who put that hesed opportunity in your movie because he wants you to have that merit because he wants to give you a lot of great things in Olam Abba, 
and we decide it's not for me we'll let someone else do it someone else can handle it so what happens is that not only does a person lose the merit of having having the the the, the sechut to to earn what Hashem wants to give them in Olam Abba, but on top of that the person's not probably most likely not even being taken care of the way that Hashem let's say wants them to be taken care of uh, even though I'll say this that the person will be taken care of because Hashem won't let the person go without being taken care of by someone because Hashem will use another shliach but the merit you lost it you lost the merit the zechut that you had to do it it's gone and 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 and, and may never come back with that individual so we don't know how far it can go that maybe you could have helped that person sooner for example and you didn't so therefore okay it cursed it, it caused the person an additional waiting or of, of, of being uncomfortable until they got the help that Hashem is going to give them because Hashem will give them the help one way or the other but the fact that you made them wait more time than they had to that also sometimes is it's something that can become a, a cheshbon guys so that's what I'm saying if you see an opportunity and you can help someone if you can help them or if you can do some something for the cloud and and you don't do it it's 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 on you basically you 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 lost you don't have the scoot anymore and it and it does affect everyone it reflect it reflects on everyone as a cloud as you could see with the story here of of, of the wine and and how they all lost out because everyone lost out and so Another idea from the Sefer Haredim that also offers many different examples of how to fulfill this mitzvah. And, and uh, here's some ideas from, from this Sefer. Is when you say about someone he's a good guy or he's a hard worker or he takes care of his family or anything else like that or any other form of praise about him, you are fulfilling the mitzvah of Ehavata Le'arecha Kamucha wouldn't you want your friend to praise you so here's some practical things these are just practical things just simple from the Sefer Haradim that you can do that makes someone feel good feel good it's from if someone praises you and 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 I'm sure you would like it it would make you feel good that someone took notice of something you did so too you should do for other people another thing is if you hear about some new government program or a store that's having a sale or a good business opportunity Tell your friend about it. How's that? That's so simple to do. Share the information so that everyone can benefit. Because it's not like there's going to be like not enough for everyone. No. If there's something out there and Hashem wants that everyone should have it, so be that person and take that zechut for yourself because Hashem is giving you the idea to do it and share it. Share it so that everyone can benefit as well. We don't lose anything by sharing and having others also benefit. It's like taking a candle and lighting a, a, a flame on a candle and you're lighting with that same candle, maybe a hundred or a thousand. The flame is never going to go off. It's not going to diminish because you lit more candles. On the contrary, there'll be more light. And that's the concept here of just, just sharing. Here's, here's another simple example in order to make this real and you're walking down the street you notice that the headlights of your friend's car are lit so of course it's possible that he probably just left the car and maybe the headlights will shut off in a moment or two on their own but what if they won't what if they don't automatically shut off and they stay on all night and drain the battery and you can keep walking and you could wait a minute or two if the headlights are still on you can knock on his door and tell him because you care about him 
And so that's just an example. How many times does that happen? You see headlights on and you say, oh, it'll go off. Oh, it's probably on a timer. No, no, do that extra. Do the little extra for him and stick around and see if they actually do go off. And if they don't, and what you're doing is in a moment, you're in that mitzvah, you're involved in a mitzvah and it has it, then you knock on his door and you say something to him. You, you're, you're helping him. You're helping another yid. Remember, as too we do for others here below, so too in Shemaim, and Shemaim will do for us. Another is, 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 a, is another unbelievable opportunity. So every time you get an invitation in the mail or one of those text messages, so in, instead of sighing and saying to yourself, oh no, another engagement party, another simcha, another brist, another pidyon haben, you can tell yourself, wow, how nice, I'm so excited, Baruch Hashem, I'm thrilled for this person's good fortune or simcha. Even if you don't plan to attend, even if you don't know the person that well, you can still feel happy for him or her. You could still be besimha for them. And if shalom, you hear that someone needs a refuah shalema, or you watch Hatsala ambulance whizzing by, say a parak of Tehillim. Say a parak of Tehillim. Pick up and do something. Say something. Do something. Show. Show Kadosh Baruch Hu that you care about Klad Israel, even if you're not doing anything per se or going and doing the Simcha or going to the Simcha. But it's okay. Just be besimcha that there's a Simcha. And because in Shemaim, they know what's in your heart. Hashem knows what's in everyone's heart. So really be happy that we're having Simcha to, to, you know, to celebrate and not that it should be the opposite. And also something else, you know, which is phenomenal. Just talking to someone can be a mitzvah. Did you know that? How do you like to be spoken to? How do you like to be spoken to? So, so I was recently in a store and needed a, a certain item for my home. I asked the cashier where it was. He said over there in an aisle, in aisle three. I went to the third aisle, but I didn't see it. So I went back to the man and asked, asked if he could help me a little bit more. He remained seated and said, oh, no, go. Oh, go look more. Go look a little bit over there, under there. So this back and forth went on for a while. And as I recall, there were no other customers in the store. So I'm sure if the cashier had been the customer, he would have wanted the person behind the counter to get up and show him. We always want, we always try to treat people the way that we would like to be treated. Another example here is to talk softly and pleasantly when giving directions. A lot of times, like, don't become exasperated if the person isn't writing them down or if he asks you to repeat the instructions. Don't get bent out of shape. With calmness or whatever, take your time. You're giving the time to a mitzvah. Remember, what you're doing, you're not being inconvenienced. And if you feel you're being inconvenienced, then we have to really check where our minds are. But what you're doing is Hashem is giving you an opportunity to do a mitzvah for a yid. So what happens is when you stop what you're doing and you take your time, you're actually involved in a mitzvah. So there's no rush. Just give over the information in a calm and polite way. Smile, smile and be happy that Hashem is giving you that opportunity to earn more merits, not just for yourself, but also earning merits for Klal Israel. I mean, but these are just the, the simple, simple things, guys, that we can do. We're not talking about elaborate things. We're not talking about going out there and spending a million dollars and putting on together like a whole like schmooze for like thousands and thousands. To I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something so simple that you can do. You know, like 
being happy, sitting in your chair for someone else that's having a simcha, or feeling someone's pain if they lost someone. Like, really feel it. Cry. Cry. Because it's our brother and our sister. Do a parak of the Tehillim for someone that needs a refuah. Just pick up one. It doesn't have to be, it could be anyone. Any Tehillim will do. Just the fact that you're doing it and you're sharing and you're caring, it, it gives merits to Klad Israel and it gives merit even more so for yourself. And so remember, as I keep saying over and over again, as to what you do is done for you. And Hashem watches this. Hashem is watching all of this because as Hashem, Hashem is the one that's putting these ideas and putting these things in front of you to see what are you going to do? Are you going to take advantage of the merit that he's giving you or are you going to let it go to someone else? You know, because that that's basically what it boils down to. And if we take that merit, and we, 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 we take that mitzvah and we earn that merit, then we're not just earning a merit for ourselves, we're earning a merit for the klal. And this is what Hashem is looking for right now. He needs all of us to just be on point, be at attention. Any opportunity that comes our way, I'm not saying if it's beyond your reach. No, if it's beyond your reach, guess what? You know what's in your reach? To take that information and if you can't do it, share it with someone else that can. Don't just let it go. If you can't sponsor someone who needs help because they don't have what to eat or they don't have food and you don't have the money to do that, that's fine. But if you're looking at it and you're seeing it and you've done your research, I'm not saying to go out and just get, you know, crazily to, you know, you have to do your research. Make sure it's a kosher thing to do and that it's actually, it's not a scam because there's a lot of stuff out there too. But whatever you know that comes your way, somebody in your community or somebody that you know that knows the person or whatever, then you know what? You can't help them, but you could probably find someone that can. And what you can do is you can share that information as far as you can share it to try to help them get the help that they need. So there's so many things that we can do, guys, that's not really costing you anything other than the time that Hashem gave you, Hashem himself gave you to use to have marriage for yourself and to help Claudia Israel. Look how beautiful. Look how simple that is. And I'm going to give you some ideas now from the Orchotz uh, Sadikim. Uh, the Orchotz Sadikim in Sha'ar Achava also mentions many ways to obtain love of every Jew. And right now I'm going to give you a, a partial list. Number one, help them according to your abilities. Help both the poor and the wealthy. Lend them money. And if you can afford it, give it to the poor person as a gift. You should occasionally send gifts to, 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 to wealthy people as well. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Number two is be a veteran. Someone who's willing to give in. It's, there's a big thing in being a veteran. Being a veteran. And in, in, in situations, be mavater just for the act of peace, for the sake of peace. When a person is mavater, the person is actually gaining because it's like a big thing that your person is doing. So therefore, the person ends up being blessed doubly for just being mavater. Always act honestly in business. Number three, there's no reason not to act honestly because for those of us that know, and if you don't know, I have a shiur of Amunai Bitahon from Shahara Bitahon going on right now as well. Take that, take that shiur and learn what it is to have Bitahon. There's no reason why you have to have, you have to act in, in, not honestly in business because everything is Hashem and Hashem is doing everything anyway. So everything is from the creator and what you're supposed to get, you're going to receive it. 
And by you taking it from someone doesn't mean that you're going to end up keeping it and doesn't mean that you're going to have more. On the contrary, what's designated for you is yours and what's designated for someone else is someone else. So there's no reason why not to act honestly in business. So number three is always act honestly in business. Number four is don't always be so exacting. Like, let things go. Don't be, like, so judgmental on people. And don't be so critical. It's like sometimes just for the sake of peace, just let it go. You know, just for your own peace even, just let it go. You know, just be kind and be compassionate and be generous with people. Everyone's going through such a hard time right now with everything that's going on. We don't know what what situations are out there with whose relatives are doing what or someone's cousin or someone's husband is an IDF or someone is like, we don't know. So we have to be kind with everyone because we don't know what they're going through in their life, guys. So just be kind and don't be exacting with people, even the people that you do know. Don't do that because if you're not exacting with others, then in your mind, they won't be exacting exacting with you number five always want your friends to benefit from you rather than you trying to gain from them always be a giver be a giver don't be a taker the more that you give the more Hashem will give you the more that you take the more that will be taken away from you it's a simple remedy it's a simple solution it's a simple thing for yourself you want to receive give Give, give freely because it's all Hashem's anyway. What is Hashem looking for? Hashem will choose a shliach that is going to be able to give for those that Hashem wants to, for them to receive. And if you become that shliach and you have that zeichut, then give, give. And don't worry because Hashem will replenish that and then some. Another thing, number six, is speak pleasantly to others. If they embarrass you, don't embarrass them in return. Don't do that. If they trick you, don't trick them back in return. Don't do that, guys. I mean, it's, it's, the, 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 how can I say? It's let it go. I'm not saying that turn the other cheek and just pretend like nothing happened. I'm just saying, just don't get at that level. You don't know what they're going through. Again, we don't know what's happening in their life. We don't know what situation is. And just, we have to always be mindful that whatever happens in this world is only being orchestrated by Kadosh Baruch himself. Hashem is the only one doing everything. So if a, if a person embarrasses you, for example, guess who's the one that's really embarrassing you? It's Hashem. The person was only used as a tool, as a stick. So you don't go and you don't beat up the stick. They hit you. You hit the person. There's a person holding the stick. The stick is only the stick. So the person is embarrassing you. It's not the person. It's a shliach that Hashem used to do what Hashem wanted to do because Hashem is the one that wanted to embarrass you. Why? We don't know that. That's where you go into a heshbon nefesh mode and figure it out and do some tachuva. Or maybe look at things a little bit differently or maybe change your direction in certain ways because for some reason Hashem is trying to get your attention and maybe Hashem wants to give you a bracha and he wants to give you blessings and he wants you to overcome this this situation of embarrassment. They say that when a person is embarrassed in public, a person can go up to them and get any brachas that they want. They can give a bracha and that bracha will come true. Why? Because the person has embarrassed, it's been embarrassed and he's withholding himself and he's not retaliating. He's not saying anything back. He's going against his nature. And because of that, when that person gives a bracha to someone in that moment, in that moment, then the person in Shemaim, it goes against its nature for that person. You understand? It's a powerful, powerful thing. And if they trick you, you don't need to trick them back in return either. Again, because it's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. We have to look at ourselves and say, where in our life 
did I trick someone or did I do something that wasn't so honest? You have to do a, a heshbo nefesh, guys. This is also Hashem. So speak pleasantly to other people. Speak just softly and pleasantly. So number seven, carry the yoke of the world on your, so on your shoulders. Don't put your load on them. Try to be that person that goes out there and tries to be a problem solver. Don't dump your problems on other people. Be a solution-oriented person. Be a person that's always striving to make the world a better place, to do more for Klal Israel so that we have more merits for Klal Israel. Be that person that comes up with great ideas to help the Klal. You know, do things like that. Don't be, don't put your load on people. On the contrary, figure out ways how you can take the load off of others. And again, it doesn't have to mean that you have to be the one to do it, but you can come up with ideas that can or share, share ideas with others. And maybe you know the others that maybe could and talk to them about it. Number eight is greet everyone happily with a smile. Don't argue with people. You don't have any idea that says that when a person smiles, you give a person life. <laughs> you give a person life. There's so many things out there right now that Klal Israel needs needs a big hug and and and, and a lot of chizuk. We need to stick together. We need to be in Agdut. We need to keep doing. And there's not there's not enough that we can't do that we can't do. We should be doing more and more and more and more and more. Staying in Agdut because all the open miracles that all the IDF and everyone in the world is realizing from wherever they are. Let me tell you, is only because of the fact that we're in Agdut. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing to do with you as an individual. Nothing to do with me as an individual. It has to do with a cloud and not do together. When we're in a dude, Hashem has the ammunition that, that he needs because he built uh, this world in a cause and effect system. So in order for him to rise above his cause and effect system, because that's how the world was created, we have to give him a reason to do. And what, and how do we do that? By staying together and sticking together and being in Agdut. Once we're all united and we push our own differences aside, in Shemaim it's done the same for us. And that's when Hashem goes, goes to, to war. He goes to war on our behalf, on our behalf. And these open miracles that come up, it's not just for us to see, it's for the world to see how Hashem loves his children. Number number nine, comfort people in their times of distress and worry. You know, don't chastise people. Comfort them. Understand them. Just listen. Sometimes all that all someone wants you to do is just listen. Just listen to them. Be empathetic. Give them a hug. Give them a hug. Let them know you care. That's maybe all that people want to hear or, or, you know, or see. Just, just be there for them. That's it. Just be a comfort to people. Number 10, if your friend tells you a secret, don't tell it to others. Don't be that person. There's a lot of laws of Lashon Ra, which is another shir that I also give Baruch Hashem, Siata Dishmaya, on Hilhosa Lashon Ra. Don't do that. Don't betray your friend. Your friend is trusting you to keep a secret. Keep it. Keep it, even if it's inside of you, the Yetzirah is going to make it so that you feel like you have to say it, or you have such an urge to say to someone, don't do that, don't don't be that person, keep it, be a good friend, and keep that secret for your friend. Number 11, always try to give others the benefit of the doubt. If you are careful to do this, you will be beloved by all. You give Klal Israel Kafschut, guys, give us Kafschut. I see a lot of people sometimes they go around and you see sometimes they give the kashut to goyim. Why is that? Why? We have to give kashut to only to Klal Israel, only to your brothers and your sisters. Give kashut. 
give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's not what you think. Maybe if they're out there and they're doing something and you think they're not doing something that could be wrong, that could be wrong, give them kashkut and say, oh no, maybe they just, you know, forgot or maybe they're just doing something else or maybe whatever. Give them kashkut or maybe they spoke to you in a, you know, in a way that was kind of rushed and, and it made you feel not so good. Give kashkut and say, you know what, maybe he was under, in a, you know, in a lot of pressure. He didn't realize what he was doing. Give kashkut because when we give kashkut and shamayim, Hashem gives us do you understand? Everything that I'm saying here goes back to you. Now, let's go to number 12. Show respect to everyone in word and deed. Respect your fellow Jew. I don't care where they're holding. I don't care. And you shouldn't care because that's not our business. Not that way. It's a Shem's business. Our brothers and sisters, what they need is understanding and love. Okay? And if you can help them, let's say in, in Kiruv, and help them to get closer to Kadosh Baruch Hu, then you should do that with love. But never from a point of criticizing, right? So show respect to people. Show them that you love them. Show them that you care about them. Show them that you want to do whatever you want to do only because of love. And if you can't come from a place of love, then don't say anything at all. That too is a hesed. Don't say anything. And then, and show them with your deed. You know, help them. Give them a glass of water. Someone comes to your door collecting for sadaka. Don't just give them the sadaka. Ask them, would you like some water? You know, can I give you, can I offer you a glass of water? You know, you know how hard it is for a person to knock on someone's door for, 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 for sadaka? That too is Hashem. Hashem is giving you an opportunity to have also the sechut of giving, uh, sadaka. Because <laughs> the rewards go to you. And He's using that person as a tool to do it. So you have to be grateful and thank you that that opportunity comes knocking on your door. And, and, and do a step further. Smile. Give it with a smile. And, and, and offer a glass of water. Show respect to everyone. And, and word and indeed. So, and number 13, don't be arrogant. Instead, humble yourself. Let's learn how to humble ourselves. And know, guys, that we're nothing without our, our, our Father in Heaven. We're nothing without each other. We're nothing without each other. Just look at the events around us. When we're in disunity, what happens to us? And so we have to be in unity. We have to be in Agdu because we're really nothing without each other. Nothing without each other. And Hashem made it so that we are one. We are one with our God. Okay, so what I'm saying is that just that. Let Don't be arrogant. Instead, just humble yourself. Humble yourself. No one's better here than anybody else. Everyone just have different, we have different roles in this world to perform. My role is not the same as your role and vice versa. So whatever I have in my life and my movie is because I need to do the role that Hashem set me out to do. And whatever you have in your life and your movie, what you have going on is because you also have a role in this world of what you also need to do. So how do we do this? We we work together and we embrace each other's differences and we become one. You understand that how beautiful that is? So there's no reason to be arrogant. Why would a person be arrogant? Because you have what you have because you're supposed to have it. I have what I have because I'm supposed to have it. But it doesn't mean that you're better than me. And it doesn't mean that I'm better than you. You understand? We're only good when we're when we're in Akdud. We're only good when we're together. And the last thing that some of the ideas from the Ochosa Sadiqim is let your intentions be Lashem Shamayim. For Hashem's sake, do things for the sake of Kadosh Baruch Hu. If you don't want to do something, but you know it needs to be done, let's say, Hashem, I'm doing this, Lashem Shamayim. I'm doing it, Lashem Shamayim. Do it, Besimcha. Do it, Besimcha. Don't do it, not being Besimcha, because for that, don't do it at all. 
but do it besimcha, besimcha, and do it l'shem shemayim, and be happy that you are able to do something l'shem shemayim. Be happy that you're part of Cloudy Jirael. You know how amazing it is? Do you know how amazing it is to be part of the cloud? So it's it's an honor to be one of Hashem's chosen because we are the firstborn of Kadosh Baruch Hu. How amazing can that be? And that means we're all that, all of Klal Israel. How special we are, guys. How special we are. And let me tell you something. Hashem right now is very close, very close. If And I said this before. If we know that in Elul, that there's a saying that says that the, the, the king is in the field, guess what? Hashem is in the field right now, big time. He's waiting and looking at everything that everyone is doing. If you're doing and going out of your way to help others, Hashem is taking note of that. If you're harboring but anyone that's harboring any ill feelings or any hatred or being stingy or not helping or judging and criticizing and saying bad things about any Jew, Hashem is also noting that as well. And it, it never goes well for that person. I tell you, it won't. So what we do is we are going to be always in undo. We're always going to be sharing and caring and helping. We're always going to be giving kafshud. We're going to smile with each other. We're going to see what we can do to help people. We're not going to be a burden to people. We're going to be a problem solver, a solution-oriented person. We're going to be coming up with ideas on how we can do more things things together and how do how we can be better together as a as a cloud and we're going to always say to Hashem thank you Hashem for letting me be part of Cloud Israel thank you Hashem for Cloud Israel period and thank you Hashem for being our God and with that being said we'll continue with these beautiful lessons as brought down by the base Halevi on, on having true Ahavas Israel Bezrat Hashem tomorrow and as we like to end every shiur with something for you to do think about I just gave you we just talked about 14 things that so simple and before that a lot of other simple little things practical things that you can do what you can do is take any one of them and focus on it and do it do it make it your point to do that whatever that is that we just talked about any of those items and if you have to repeat and rewind this this uh this, this voice note go ahead and do that you're doing it l'shem shamayim Hashem is going to love you. Hashem loves you and loves you more than you love yourself. So with that in mind, love Cloud Israel because when you love Cloud Israel, you love the creator. You can't love the creator unless you love his children. That's just as simple as it is. So Bezrat Hashem will continue with these lessons. Bezrat Hashem tomorrow. Baruch Adonai, Leolam, Amen, Ve Amen.